Welcome to Mindset Talks Podcast. It's your girls, Cassie and Amanda, and we are here to share our mindsets, elevate yours, and have some fun while achieving better versions of ourselves. And welcome back to another, I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was like, okay, she'd be an extra official today. (laughs) Oh, what's going on? Oh. Same old, same old. Can't complain. Mm. What about yourself? I would say today's the day I can complain, but I'm just <laughs> not going to. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's better to just keep certain uh, things to yourself. Yeah, I will say that today, like, even like last night, last night and today, I've been super emotional. Aww. Just all of in my feelings and so sad and lonely <laughs> i laugh while i say it but just because i feel a little ridiculous at times but yeah. i've been trying to let myself feel my feelings and be real with how i'm feeling yes thank proud, you proud. um yeah i've just been real sad about chewy hmm. and that's part of my loneliness of not you know having my dog here and having my company right and I didn't realize how much company he actually was, you know, to yeah. like I'm just laying here on the couch last night. And it's just like I miss petting him and kissing him on his head and, mm. you know, all the sweet little things. And yeah, you just miss that that comfort, that presence, you know? <laughs> yeah. That little camaraderie we had and yeah. even being greeted when I come home, like everything is freaking dry. <laughs> like. <laughs> There's no excitement when I come in the door or, you know, I'm glad not to see his little sadness when I leave. But, like, ugh, it, yeah. it's just been weighing on me. And then I always, you know, I always share with all these dog videos and stuff like that. So <laughs> it just, I don't know, it, it makes me happy. Like, dogs make me happy. But just when I'm here by myself, it's just no it's dog. Fun. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. You know, you might have been like, oh, I don't want to get up and like walk you. It's like freezing outside and whatever. Right. But like it, it's still, you know, they still bring just kind of this warmth into your home. And it's not something that, you know, it's easy to adjust to, to not having that anymore. Right. Right. So, yeah. And I don't want another dog to replace him. So that's just <laughs> what it is. But yeah, I don't blame you. Too soon. You know, but I have reflected on the good. I don't believe I'd share this with you all but um a few weeks back so not too long I would say halfway between now and when Chewy passed I had got a phone call about an arrangement of flowers that were being delivered secret admirer (laughs) and I'm like flowers where you know I asked the guy on the phone I'm like like where are they from Mm. and he says um, it says something about Chewy, and I'm like, oh, okay. So here I am just thinking, you know, someone was kind enough to send me flowers mm-hmm. about my dog. So I had to call my cousin to come um, put the flowers in the house because it, really, it was really cold that day. Mm, gotcha. So then when I got home, because I was at work at that time. So when I got home, I looked at the card, and these there were these beautiful flowers there. um white and yellow roses very pretty with a few others to compliment but Mm -hmm. it was just this nice little set in this like mason type of jar and so i read the card 
And, you know, it was just the typical, we're sorry about your loss. And, you know, just the condolences. And it said, love, Catherine. (laughs) And I'm like, right. (laughs) And I thought the same because I'm like, well, one, there's no Catherine at the vet we went to. So Mm. I don't know who Catherine is. (laughs) (laughs) Who the hell? So so now I'm lost because, you know, they're like, sorry about your loss of Chewy, blah, 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 blah. Love Catherine from Chewy. And I'm like, what? But my dog's... Oh, right. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So when they spelled my dog's name, and then at the end, from Chewy was spelled different. Hmm. It was spelled like a granola bar Chewy at the end. And I put it all together that it was Chewy.com, the website. <laughs> and it all made sense to me because two days before I received these flowers, hmm. I had emailed them about seeing if I could return um, these auto ship treats that I had got and get a refund for them because obviously Chewy's not here anymore. You know, he hasn't really eaten those treats for months because of him getting sicker and not just being into certain things anymore. Mm -hmm. And they literally processed my refund that same day, like with no question. Then it asked me to ship the product back. And then they sent me flowers two days later. That's so cool. I love that. (laughs) I it made my day when that happened. Like Mm -hmm. I was just so honored and felt. Like, I've done business with such a good company, you know? Definitely. Their customer service is, like, top-notch, especially for, you know, pet supplies and stuff like that. Just Mm -hmm. in general, you don't really hear about stories like that. Not at all. And it says a lot about the company, too, that they went out of their way to to send you, you know, a nice little gesture. And you think about it, and you're like, do they really do that for, like, everybody? But (laughs) Right. Well, someone I work with said that they get... um, they send out birthday cards when it's their dog's birthday. Oh. And I was like, wait a minute. I didn't get no birthday card for Chewie's birthday. I was going to say, how long have you, like, used them for? Um, I don't know. Oh. Not long. No, not like a, a year. A no, year. I would say, like, within the course of 2021. Like, it wasn't. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it wasn't long. But at the same time, I'm like, they did send me these flowers and stuff. So I wasn't that hemmed up about not getting a card for his you know birthday but yeah and like it was a handwritten card like i'll have to post it on our page so make sure you check it out but it was you know it was like a handwritten note yeah that's so cute you know but yeah so it was really nice like i i really appreciate that so you know it's like a little highlight within there but still miss my damn dog of course (laughs) you know so i'm trying to come out of that funk because it's still it's still lingering and you never really get past it, I guess. No. And it's so fresh. Like it didn't happen that long ago, you know? So no, it's just over a month ago. It's like a month and two weeks, nothing I'm counting or anything. <laughs> I feel like that's a normal thing after, you know, after you lose somebody. Right. I know I counted, like I posted something like every Sunday after. So yeah, for like weeks. Yeah. So, so I totally get it. So that, that's, if I were to complain about anything, the fact that I'm going through 
grieving right now and I'm not really trying to be in that place in my life but it's just what is and I need to accept it yeah that's all we can do sometimes and you know you'll just like we do in our other situations you'll you'll learn how to you know just kind of like adjust throughout that process and yeah there will be good days and there will be bad days but definitely appreciate you sharing that because I know it's not easy thanks Um, but on that same token, though, about receiving nice letters and cards, it kind of makes me want to bring up how small gestures like that can literally go a mile mm-hmm. and how there is um, this hospice program that we actually used for my dad um, that they would do something very similar. We didn't get like flowers or anything like that, but they did send sentimental cards. Um, I want to say it was like right after the death had happened and then they kept doing it. Um, maybe like, I don't know, a few months or something. I forget like the exact time frame, but it was very much frequent, um, you know, right when it had happened. And then it kind of like slowed down to be like a yearly thing, like on the anniversary, just saying, you know, like, hey, we're thinking of you. And there are like these resources that we have. And it was like, I never used any of them, especially because I do believe that they were a Connecticut based company. And so, you know, I didn't live in Connecticut at the time. And so I wasn't going to just drop what I was doing to go to like a therapy session or like a whatever it was that they were offering. Um, On the far side of the state at that. (laughs) Right. But, you know, if I was in the area, maybe it would have been something that I did. But just knowing about it and having that resource it was a nice, it was definitely like a nice gesture to have. Um, and I'm grateful that they, they did kind of stuff like that because even though it was like a little hard to like open it and read it, it had like a weird comfort to it. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't say that. Um, and I really wish it's been like racking my brain that I cannot remember for the life of me what the name of this company is. <laughs> And I don't know. I, I don't know. I need to figure it out and find it because they are truly lovely. Um, if you are in Connecticut and you are in need of hospice care, I would certainly recommend them because they are not all the same. Um, we had another experience with the hospice care when everything was first going down. And I must say that it was anything but pleasant. Um Ugh which is terrible. Like we were already going through enough of a crisis and now we have some trashy service. Oh, it was a, it was a nightmare. Like I remember my mom was so pissed. Like it was just, they were so bad. And of course we always remember the bad things in life. And I remember the name of their company, (laughs) but I don't remember the name of the good company. Um, and there's no shame in my game. So I'm going to tell people that if you need hospice care, I would not go with Vitas because they are just not, I mean, maybe they work for other people because obviously they're in business for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just remember when we were still trying to really like figure out and like process like what was happening. Cause I didn't know what hospice truly meant at that time. Um, right. And so, it's so unknown, I feel like. It, it really is. And I feel like it gets a mixed. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> there goes it. I almost made a whole episode without hitting anything. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, <God. laughs> a little intermission. Um, 
<laughs> now I just totally lost my train of thought. Your oh hell. We were talking about what hospice actually is. <laughs> yeah, but I Welcome had to... to our real lives. Damn it, Amanda. <laughs> um, well, okay, until I remember my thoughts, let's just go over for the people what hospice really is. <laughs> Oh, God. So hospice is pretty much end of life care. Um, It means that somebody's going to need that kind of like round of clock care up until that moment that that they're no longer here with us on Earth. Um, And totally not something that I I knew. I just thought like hospice, like you hire them because they come in, they care for your loved one because it's hard for family to be there 24-7. Because I don't think, unless you're, you've gone through it, taking care of a sick person is a lot of Hell yeah. Work. It's Hell exhausting. Yeah. And it's really, it's not something that just one person can do. Like, it's it's a lot. Having it takes to, a toll on you emotionally, physically, yeah. mentally. Especially if it's somebody that's, like, close to you, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, like, so much worse. And it's just, ugh. So... I was under the impression that hospice was there to kind of like take that role to be able to care for them. Like, so you can, you know, go back to work and do whatever your normal life duties are and stuff. I didn't realize it meant that, you know, this person is like dying. Mm -hmm. That never once crossed my mind Um, before. I know you didn't have as much of an experience with hospice as I did, but did you know what hospice was? Um, so when it came to my mom, I understood for the most part at that point what hospice was, but we had hospice for my grandmother 10 years prior. Oh, right. And, um, at that time I wasn't really aware as to what hospice really entailed. I wasn't that engaged. Hmm. So, but when it came to my mom. I knew it was end-of-life care, but that's because of how involved I was with everything Mm. and the state or condition, rather, that she was in. um, I knew there wasn't any coming back because that the same day we actually got hospice care set up is the same day she passed away. So um, we actually didn't even end up utilizing that. So Mm. she probably knew that... uh, that Vita group was coming and uh, <laughs> made her own decisions. <laughs> oh, Sounds like a cruel joke, but <laughs> but I really don't have um, a personalized experience. But it did take a while to actually understand what hospice care was. Yeah, it's uh, just it's a hard thing to do. You know, it's it's something that you don't want to accept, um, but they are such a crucial. Thing, I, I feel like you know so I, explain explain uh, your bad experience like god so <laughs> the one thing that I remember is this old lady just like kind of like came into the room and she was like like so I'm not gonna remember like exactly how it happened but basically mm-hmm. she was just pretty much like he's like dying um, so you need to like sign over these papers and like will like take care of him kind of a thing. It was just very like cold, callous, like she had no compassion. It was like she hated life and she was just like 
straight to the point, which yes, it's respected, but like when mm-hmm. somebody doesn't even understand what the hell hospice even means, you don't come in there and just say like, he's dying. Now you have to like sign here, 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 and here. And like, mm-hmm. we'll like come in and, you know, take care of it or whatever. It was That's just a problem. Yeah. No, the whole vibe and feeling and stuff was just off. My mom was so pissed. She was like, if you don't get that fucking lady out of here. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Was, you know, my mom. My mom oh, right. <laughs> right. Zero to 100 real quick. Oh, definitely. Especially something like that. So. Well, yeah, because it's just you think about it and just in a in a general aspect. Think about it, people. The better you do at your job, the better you impact others. So this lady, because how often did you deal with this lady? It was like the first time we saw her. It was there. And like, how long did you guys have that company for? Not like not even a day. Like as soon we got rid of them so fast. And you know what I mean? And it's crazy because it's like she literally could have just been having like a bad day or something for all anyone knows. Right. Maybe. But for the fact that she wasn't able to separate herself from work or what she had going on or mm-hmm. had someone else fill in, that made your guys' experience terrible. Oh, it was so bad. And I think too. They're, like, associated with the hospital, too, that my dad was in. And trying to, like, get them to not be involved, I think, was a struggle because they have that, like, deal or whatever with the hospital. Like a contract. Yeah, Yeah, something like that. But my mom was like, I don't fucking care what you guys have with them. They're like, nobody in that company is, like, coming anywhere near my husband. Right. Well, right. Because if this is what you start us off with. Right. (laughs) I'm all set. You know, I lost my appetite. I'm not going to eat. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's just... and I'm supposed to trust you when I'm not around. And Right. Right. No, oh, thank gosh. you. No. I'm sorry. They all even went through that. It was horrible because I already told you, like, it was already a hard concept when that nurse had told us that, like, we had to take my dad off of the feeding tube. Mm-hmm. So, like, ha- just having this lady just, like, come in and just be so cold. It was like, lady, like, you were in the long, the wrong line of work. Like, seriously like just go somewhere but Mm -hmm. that was a short-lived experience um i don't know how they're still in business whatever but this other company and i apologize that i don't know what they're called (laughs) it's driving me nuts but they (laughs) are it was a huge like 180 from that experience they were so loving they were compassionate they knew what they were talking about they provided Mm. resources they even um provided us with pet therapy i i remember my mom like kicked me out of the room and had me go hang out with this guy and his dog <laughs> just to like oh out and like relax and just you know use that time to I tell you dogs really do it for you it really does i love that little guy too <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was just it was such a pleasurable experience like for what we were going through like it just felt so much better um mm. They, they knew what they were doing. And like I said, they just had those resources and they took the time to like sit you down and explain to you like, you know, what exactly is happening. They had like all these pamphlets that just kind of like really describes like end of life and like what happens and what that means. And it was just, it was so different and uh, reassuring, God. I bet. Yeah, definitely. And left you with some hope. <laughs> <sighs> yes. And I know. Like I said, like, I know it's a scary thing because, um, like, one of my mom's best friends right now is, uh, you know, dying of cancer. And mm-hmm. she, like, refuses to go on hospice. And I can't say that I don't blame her 
Um, you know, it's, it's terrifying. It's a scary thing. Um, but I do think that they're extremely helpful because it just puts such a toll on the people that you love. Yeah. Um, now, whether, I mean, you can look at on that at either side, like, is it selfish or is it, you know, selfless? I don't know, but. Right. And it's hard too, because it also, the thought of hospice for those who do understand is kind of like that stamp on the end of life. So, you know, for her, if anything, that could also be like, oh, if I go with hospice care, then I'm checking off that box of this is it. Right, exactly. You know, and no, that doesn't necessarily have to be the case. But if she were to have that mentality, I could see why. Yeah, no, definitely. And like, I totally get it. Um, But I just, I want to help people like truly understand like what it means. Um, I know, I believe that they also call it comfort care too, just because they, there's no like limitations because they're not trying to get you better. They're mm-hmm. simply just Keeping trying to make you as comfortable as possible. Yeah. Um, and, yep. you know, when people are going through that stage, um, it's such a crucial thing, you know. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, it really but, is. The nightmare. But it's nice. Problems. Yeah. But it's nice to have that as a resource because, like you said, it does take some weight off of the family's backs mm-hmm. of being able to have someone come in and keep that loved one comfortable because it does take on it, it puts a lot on people's backs it does like me and my mom we were like tag teaming like if mm-hmm. i wasn't there she was there and it was you know making sure the nurse gave him his meds and changing him and walking him to the bathroom and right it's just it's exhausting yeah <laughs> it really- i I sit here and wonder, I wonder if we had the same, um, the hospice that I had from my mom, the hospice care for 2.2 seconds, Mm. because I did get the same thing of getting the letters and um, in the mail for the support groups and different things they were doing that they would invite us to and stuff like that. So I wonder, I wonder if the hospital like changed their hospice (laughs) program. I know, because it's also been quite some time too odd to say yeah but maybe 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 we were game changers and we uh stopped that god-awful hospice care from <laughs> taking care of anybody i'm gonna give you more credit than me because i <laughs> i didn't even get to really utilize it <laughs> well that's probably you know i mean they were extremely helpful but you know mm-hmm. if, if you get to a point where you don't need it um you know, I feel like that might be for the best. True. Very true. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, such a tough, a tough thing to have to, to think about and a decision to make. I think my dad is actually the one that decided to go on hospice, hospice care too. Mm. Uh, I remember my mom's told me this story before, cause I don't think I was there for like when that whole thing went down. Um, but I'm pretty sure he, that was at the point that like, he just knew and he wanted to be comfortable. Yeah. How long did he have it for? Like, when did it, around when did it start? So everything hit the fan July 3rd, something like that. It was like the third, fourth or fifth. Um, cause I remember I left him in Boston on July 1st cause I had a wedding to go to. And Mm -hmm. then a few days later, 
I want to say it's probably, I think it was the 3rd of July um, is when he was brought into the hospital. And I don't think he was there for a day or two before like I got there and he had the whole conversation with me and that happened. Um, and yep. then, you know, his last day um, was on the 30th. So right. they were gotcha. involved for, you know, a little less than 30 days, mm-hmm. I would say. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so, you know, like Amanda said, she didn't really have too much of an experience, but if you guys have any questions about hospice care and stuff, um, I will certainly try to help answer. Um, and if I don't know the answer, I will try to find the answer for you guys. Um, because I do have that personal experience. Hopefully you guys haven't had a horrific experience like me and my family did. Um, but I, would be also curious to hear if you did, like, what exactly happened? Like, did you guys get rid of them? Um, were you afraid to speak up? Because I can see that being a thing, too. Um, I don't know. Just write into us and let you let us know, like, what your um, what your experiences are so we can hear, um, you know, what, what other people go through, too. I'm curious. It'd be nice to know and share. Yes, definitely. Well, I am going to share this lovely, lovely quote that um, you kind of gave us for this episode. Thanks, Mama. (laughs) Thank you, Cassie's mom. (laughs) So it says, I had my own notion of grief. I thought it was the sad time that followed the death of someone you love and you had to push it. You had to push through it to get to the other side. But I'm learning there is no other side. There is no pushing through. But rather, there is absorption, adjustment, acceptance. And grief is not something you complete, but rather you endure. Grief is not a task to finish and move on, but an element of yourself, an alteration of your being, a new way of seeing, a new definition of self. Which, that is a pretty awesome quote, because that literally is what I needed today with talking about grieving with Chewy and just accepting my feelings and realizing that it's not going to just go away, but (laughs) I just got to ride the waves. And, you know, I even dealt with it the same way with my mom of just like, all right, push through you good. And, you know, lately it's been, I think it's just been harder with grieving over the both of them, but more so of chewy because it's more fresh, you know? Yeah. It's a more recent experience I've had to endure. So remembering that it really doesn't go away, but just adjusting to it Mm -hmm. is what would really help me to not get through, but deal with it. Yeah, definitely. I think that this, when I first read this, I was like, this just speaks volumes. Like Mm -hmm. this is like, like everything grief in (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and just like one little shot here. Um, right. You know, I feel like some people who might not have experienced it um, probably think like, oh, you know, like you can grieve for like a week and then like you're good to go, like get your shit together, you know. But that is just so not the case. Grief is it's something not. that you are going to deal with for the rest of your life. Like oh. there is no other side. No. And that, but that alone, <laughs> right? That like just that line. Yeah. But I'm learning there is no other side. It's like, God, dog. I had a whole epiphany. There really isn't another side. I'm still 
on the same side I've been on. Mm. Just changing how I deal with it, you know. Exactly, yeah. And that's, you know, another reason why I'm so glad that we started this podcast is just because it's going to be a, a learning process throughout, like, the rest of our our time here, you know? Yeah. Because it's not something that you just say, okay, I have reached this level. Like I'm, you know, I'm good to go. I'm back to normal. Yeah. It's things are going to happen. Like you said, you know, you just had like this random, uh, you know, um, wave of sadness. Yeah. And it, that's just what it is. That's what happens. And I feel like it's important for us to remember that we just have to get through that moment. Um, Cause it's, it's not going to last forever, but it's also not going to be the last time that you're going to go through it either. It, right. Right. Uh, grief. Oh, grief. <laughs> oh, good grief. <laughs> oh, goodness. What more can you say about it? Not uh, much. I mean, that says it all, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. No, this is very true. It says it all. My favorite time. My favorite time. Oh, so as y'all know, here we go. With every episode, I just want to point out, in case you don't already know, your girls here. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on YouTube, all your favorite podcasting platforms as well. Mindset Talks podcast, Instagram. At Mindset Talks Podcast. If you go into our bio on Instagram, you can click the link and check out our website, which will easily give you access to all of our episodes on YouTube, or you can listen through a podcast platform and just check us out, learn something new. Don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe. Because even if you may not need it, there's someone around who may need it and you can help to supply them with us as a resource. Don't ever be afraid to DM or private message us or leave a comment on our page. And we're always looking to get back and give the best knowledge that we can. And if it's not something we've experienced, we will find a way to find another resource for you. Just so that way we all can get through what we're going through. Exactly. And with that, because Amanda just took all the thunder. (laughs) All of it. (laughs) We will talk to you guys next time.